we're doing a sequel. We're back by popular demand. Come on, everybody, strike up the band. We're doing a sequel. That's what they do in Hollywood. Da 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 Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 71 of the Secondary Heroes podcast. This week, we come up with sequels to movies that would have never existed without our input. This is your host, Trevor, and joining me as usual is... Hey, guys, it's Prague. This is Josh. Congratulations to our friends over the Four Dorksmen for hitting 50 episodes. This is DeLorean Wolfgang. Nice. Awesome. Nice yeah. Shout out. Wow, that was Shout off out. the top of my head. Jeez. And this is one of our rare live recorded episodes. Yeah, so stay out of the chat, guys. Yeah, leave me. <laughs> have Alex. Focus I'm already doing Alex. a good job, even though I'm itching to just press that tab right there. <laughs> Don't do so it. So many distractions out well, there. Hold on. Is this, is this our second time ever being live ever doing a uh, podcast? The first time was at San Diego Comic-Con, right? We did San Diego Comic-Con panel. We did, we did live for live. episode 50. Uh, and then we did live for our one year anniversary. Conveniently uh, enough, when you think of a one year... It's 52 weeks. So when we got right. to episode 50, like two weeks later, it was the one year anniversary. Yeah. <laughs> I was just wondering if this Why was a sequel. Yeah. <laughs> but it's yeah. not. It's the sequel of a sequel of a sequel of a Yeah, this is like by Fast Whoa. 10 or something, okay. I think. Fast. Right. <laughs> this is the Tokyo Drift <laughs> of episodes. I like it. Oh, my goodness. Yes, but no, no, no. <laughs> that's not the point trip. of this episode. The, the whole point <laughs> of this episode, we, we, we have a friend of the show, Sully, has a great podcast called Movie Retakes, um, where he kind of like takes the idea of rebooting a franchise and what their pitch would be to like Hollywood. But that's um, for already existing sequels that are coming right. out. So step, yeah. so he what he does, yeah. he kind of looks at like, okay, what reboots are coming out this year and kind of pitching their idea based on that. But ours are not reboots. We kind of wanted to see like what are movies that we fell in love with as kids that were just standalone movies. They never became a franchise for one reason or another. Maybe they didn't have a good box office or whatever rights issues. Um, but I thought it'd be kind of fun to kind of pitch our idea if we were to say bring back the cast all these decades later and what would that story be? So that's kind of the idea behind this episode. So hopefully I you guys like that. I'm excited. Yeah. Dude, yeah. I'm pumped I'm... to hear what you guys have. Mm-hmm. I'm pumped. The to question hear what is who wants have. to get started? <laughs> well, Josh was like, itching to go. It's like I'm really dying to see. Oh what Josh man, I was, has to do. I was actually itching to hear y'all first, but mm. Conveniently, you were itching to hear. Our I have a guess. different kind of itch tonight, but uh, we won't talk about that in this podcast. Whoa. Dude, I told Whoa. you, go to the doctor, man. They'll take a look, no, and no, no. they keep it, it. If I go to the doctor, they'll tell me I have something wrong. If I don't go to the doctor, then I'm not sick. Dude, easy, they'll just easy. give you an ointment for the thing. Just saying. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Frog had good, good uh, philosophy good right side. there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the dog style. If I can't see you. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't Perfect. do it. <laughs> All right, sorry, Josh. Let, let's let's hear what your movie is. Okay, one my movie. Jeez, I don't. Jeez, I, don't I, I was I was thinking about it last night and kind of going over. It. I'm sure that I want this movie. I said oh. it's one of my favorite movies growing up. Uh, little Giants. Oh, little so this giants. would be Little Giants too. Okay. So it's kind of a little bit different. So how I have it is that. It's been 26 years since the big game, right? Giants vs. Cowboys. It's, been, it's actually been that long, too. I had to okay. do the math before it. I was like, how long has it been? <laughs> okay. So, uh, Becky and Junior, they're married now, okay. and they had kids. 
which happened to be all girls. So because of that, they decided to start an all girls football team. Heck yeah. So uh they a they've been doing good all own. season. Oh yeah. Like a, Is that really it? Yes. <laughs> so when it gets to is that they're Multiple. getting ready to play in the championship, but they have to face this team that has their coach is a former Cleveland Browns player and Becky and Junior's arch enemy, Spike, has his team there in the championship. So of course Spike, he isn't like playing against girls. He's right. doing his best to kind of discourage them from actually playing the championship game. Okay. So what ends up happening is that the gang gets all together again and they have like a flag football match to have the game go on. Okay. So uh, you have that and then of course as you go through the story the girls end up prevailing and beating Spike's team. Really? And of Yeah. Of course. They have to. Oh my god. And, and, and the reason I put this is <laughs> Hollywood Indie. <laughs> I mean, and the reason why I picked this one is just because, uh, you know, I, th I think it was kind of today is just be more encouraging for girls to, you know, see that they could actually play. Because I have, how many nieces? I have four nieces, and they all love football. But wow, nice. Their dad's like, I don't want you to be out there. I don't want you to get hurt. Right. But I was like, you know what? This is kind of, would be a good example of like, hey, they can do it if they, if they can. Nice. So this that. was, this was kind of my kind of push to to go on and seek this as a, as a sequel. Okay. And of course, just further along, just to see how uh, a lot of the kids, they grew up and to see where they're at. So you'll have like Becky and uh, Junior, they own their own uh, mechanic shops all over the place, just like Becky's dad did. Oh, nice. Okay, so they kind of follow so the footsteps like that. Okay, yeah, so, so all their... here's the real question. Would you try and get Rick Moranis to come back for this one? Yes, they're, they'll make their special appearances, you know. Of course, when uh, I saw it as if when they start playing against each other, the they bring the gangs back together, mm. they come back and coach them for that game. Right, that makes sense. So you have uh, Mick Mor Moranis and uh, who is the other one? Uh, Ted Bundy. I yep. already called oh, yeah. uh, that Bundy. Uh, not, not Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy. Oh, Bundy. I, 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 Bundy. I, I totally was like going with that. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. This movie just got way better. A whole group of football girls and Ted Bundy. He's okay. like, hey girls, uh, hashtag, I said the wheels are turning. <laughs> Let's do this. Hey girls, how about after the game we all go out to eat? You oh, guys, man. Uh, <laughs> we'll, eat the the, we'll eat the competition. That's what we'll do. That's, that's another version of this movie. Uh, that's a dark but... version of this movie. Holy cow! Oh, I got warm in here. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Woo, um, oh man um, yeah i know who you're talking to. um he's yeah. in uh modern family now um yeah i can't Ed, remember his Ed, exact, yeah Ed i can't remember his Ed name i'm the old guy Ed o'neill thank Ed you yes Ed o'neill <laughs> a bunch Jeez. of old men on this podcast i can't remember <laughs> actors names goodness Unreal. gracious now would you have any star football players come in to to Ooh, Who would like, you uh, want as your guest star football yeah, players? Cameos. Cameos. Cameos? Well, because, yeah, because Little Giants had cameos right, of, right. of some some pretty popular football players at the time. So, so you probably have uh, Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes. Oh, dude, that have, guy's yeah. making so $500 million, dollar man. Congrats. <laughs> Unreal, man. Yeah. Uh, we'll bring Tom Brady and Gronk Tommy B. for the heck of it. You know, we need some crazy. <laughs> well, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> sure. He played for Miami. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so bring those those two guys, those three guys in uh, okay. to guest star. 
Hitmanning J.J. Watt would be good too, yeah. J.J. Watt? Well, J.J. Yeah, Watt guess... would be fitting for this because he's like, he's very he's... wholesome, like the everyman type of guy. Yeah. Now, would you have yeah. them come in as themselves or playing other people like a, like a hitting cameo kind of a thing? I think as themselves, because I could see like maybe uh, Spike bringing in in a Gronk oh, as like right. a like somebody he played against, and right. to kind of uh, you know, you know get the get his team all angry was, and aggressive towards to two, really right? step it up against this this team. Was I could Spike see how, the one with the glasses, the little nerdy kid? No, Spike was the the mean kid yeah. that oh, played okay. for the Cowboys. Man, I mean, uh, his name is Spike. Dude, yeah, but I thought it was ironic. I haven't seen this movie in 26 years. I know, I don't think I've seen it in 26 yeah. years either. I'm like, who was you? Like, I forgot that Neil was in it. Dude, I remember Rick Moranis that, being in it, and that was about it. That's about all. I think the one scene that I remember from the original was, and I could be totally wrong. This could be one of those other movies that was very much like Little Giants is where right. they take the, uh, the Cheetos and they're laying in the middle of the field and they douse themselves in Cheetos and let the birds peck all the cheetos mm, off that's of not them this movie i don't think that's not this there was a there was a pb and j sandwich and cheetos i think in the helmet hmm, that right. was about the extent he's well. like you probably had a bizarre dream after eating too many cheetos <laughs> one night and watched uh, like, some it. other movie <laughs> well <laughs> i dig it I, I like bringing back those old like uh those old type of movies like that like a like a sandlot but i mm -hmm. i wish sandlot would have made a sequel with like the original cast rather than yeah what i they think did, like so. sandlot that's kind of the example of you know kind of deviating from what was working at the original right. is keeping the same characters but i guess at that point it's kind of tough to bring back some characters just because they're doing whatever they're doing at the yeah, time yeah. well yeah. well shoot the characters from sandlot some of them went to jail right. <laughs> i mean they're mm -hmm. not doing too hot and that's that's kind of a theme for a lot of these movies that were like standalone movies back then is a lot of these actors like got kind of washed up for a while they weren't really in other stuff so they like hit hit hard times so it'd they be hit tough the to child them back the child actor actor syndrome that's yeah I yeah mean, you can't can't break out of that unfortunately so yeah Anyways, yeah. well, good choice. Yeah, nice that's, starter. That was, a, that was a fun choice. I like <laughs> Thank that you. one. <laughs> I know. That was way more fun than what I'm going for. <laughs> oh. I'm not, not, not next. Nope. Go. <laughs> not nope, next. Nope. Frog, no. I'm done. Well, okay. So mine, I guess, I, I, mean, I kept it a secret. So I know you guys probably don't have any idea what oh movie I chose. Dirty um, Dancing. The Last Samurai. <laughs> <laughs> so I was going to choose... Um, one of my favorite movies of all time, back in me. Uh, but I did not, because I thought that'd be too, like, on the nose for me. And I have other plans for that later. I'm gonna do something with that. No, I choose Flight of the Navigator, because it's a great film. You know, when we discussed this, I wanted to do Flight of the Navigator. No, 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 I, d I thought it in my head first, but you said it first. But thinking... Copyright, trademark, speaking. baby, stamp! Just saying. Anyways, I've been gestating the idea of a sequel for a long time because there have actually been talks about a sequel um, for this film like for about a couple years now. It just never really hit the ground running, I guess, with it. Um, I have no idea what the premise was even going to be. I just heard that there was supposed to be a sequel, so I got my gears turning a long time ago. So I've been thinking about this for a little while, and there's a few hiccups in my, um, my story. Like, I don't know how... Like, I'm going to pitch this to you guys, and maybe you guys can help me out here. Um, but my idea, and here is my, my, uh, log line for the, oh, I deleted it again. 
freaking iPhone. Wow. Man, I swear to God. This is anyways, happening. I know it. Off the top Old of my people head. blaming technology. Mm -hmm. man. Hold on. I swear this is like an update thing where and this never happened before. <laughs> yeah, it's an old person thing. <laughs> this never yeah. happens. Trust you get your bifocals on. <laughs> oh, wait, where are my bifocals? Hold on. I'm surprised you didn't write it. I, yeah, well, I should have. You should have just used pen and paper. But you whippersnappers tell me about using these apps on my telephone here. All right, let's see if I can get my glasses on. Oh, there. God, I poked my eye out. <laughs> there you go. Okay, so for the people the who are face. listening at home, he was putting on glasses. So yeah, for the people who are not listening at home. <laughs> you mean Very watching fitting. at home. Watching this is going to be called Return of the Navigator. Oh, you even have a name for it. I don't know if I like that yet, but I, that was the, that's right. That's it's a working right. title. I get it's it. It's a working okay. title. So, by the way, I have contacts on, so I can't actually see through my glasses. This is pretend. It's like it's like Hollywood. So I'm actually looking over my glasses at the text. Just FYI. It is so, Hollywood. This is the pitch. So David Freeman, who was played by Joey Kramer, is now a single father raising his two daughters. His youngest has heard his stories about this spaceship ever since she was a kid, but always assumed it was just a uh, bedtime story. Until one day she stumbles upon the wreckage of a ship in the woods after trying to run away from home because she didn't want to move. Apparently her dad wanted to move. Um, the ship opens and asks for Davy. Uh, not realizing who this was, the ship scans the girl, um, finds the DNA, and thinks that it's David this whole time. And she has to convince the ship that she is, you know, this other person. Um, I haven't named this character, by the way. Anyways, he needed Davy as the navigator to navigate back to 1986 to pick up a vital piece of navigational equipment that he left behind. Um, thankfully, her DNA was, you know, tied to David, so she had the information needed to go back in time. But then they got stuck back there, of course, like they always do. Now, the whole premise of this is that she needs to find her way back home to uh, present day, where her dad is. Um, that's where I'm kind of stuck. Like, how what, what's like her adventure there? Part of the idea was that possibly the 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 mom passed away, Dramatic. and so I love it. she like ends up running into her mother, not realizing it's her mother because maybe her mother had a nickname as a kid or something to become like good friends, and they try to figure this all out. And she remembers in the story that her dad needed help from NASA, so she goes to NASA and reunites with some of the same people back then. Um, the one thing that I was trying to figure was how is she going to be able to get back to the present day? And I thought, why not have her leave something in the house for her dad to find in the future that she knew her dad would go to look for? How that would work, I don't know. But she would, you know, put some piece of paper in there that explained how to get her back to the present day. So, question. Yes. And I probably don't know the answer because this is like something that I've been like melding for a while. I have no idea. Is the spaceship going to start off talking like Pee Wee Herman, scan her DNA, and realize Pee Wee Herman's not uh, relevant anymore? Change his voice to then a SpongeBob? I love it. Let's work with it. Uh, I know you probably don't care for Paul Rubens, but I think I'm going to want to bring Paul Rubens back as the voice. I love of, Paul Rubens. Uh, love him. But I, don't I don't think I don't that know. it worked for Flight of the Navigator. He didn't need to do the, the shtick of Pee Wee Herman in Flight of the Navigator. Well, I think the whole point, my, my, I don't know. 
But my guess was that he used that as a reference point in his head. No, he he definitely so. did. So it could I be just, a new thing, right? He could like scan. It could be a fun little cameo thing where it's just Paul Rubens for a few moments. And right. once she scans it, some other popular, because I mean, yeah, SpongeBob could be popular. I figured I what's popular s- right now? iCarly on, or kids, something I like that? <laughs> Is iCarly popular? Hannah Montana? One of those? One <laughs> of like 10 years ago. Um, <laughs> I don't know, but it'd be, that'd be kind of fun too, right? But I would bring back some of the older people that were involved as like the you know so you would spend some time in the future with the grown-up david as he tries to figure out how to get he's like i remember this i know you know there's ways to get her back and he's probably tracking down the old nasa guy who like probably lives on a farm somewhere and doesn't want to have to deal with the aliens anymore he's tired of it um and the other thing that i had a question for for maybe you guys i don't know who's all seen this it's probably just been myself and delorean that have seen this movie love this movie there's a creature called the Puckmarin that he finds on the ship that he actually smuggles back home. It's a small little cute creature de- designed by Jim Henson. Um, well, I don't know what's going to happen with that character. Like, is that something that like they kept? Did science get involved? Like, what is this thing? And so, I don't know. Whatever happened to, oh, to that character? Man, this one's tough. Like, how do you... So, you want her to travel through time, though. Yes. So with her traveling through time, you want this her to so then... hot right now to go back to the 80s. It's like the thing. Right? Well, you know what she could do? She could somehow. Uh, what is it? The, the, the NASA hat that right. Davy wears as a kid. She has that. And that's what she leaves for her dad because her dad's Davy, right? Yeah. So that makes sense. Yeah. Use the hat. Use put the it hat. Because like, it could have like written under the bill Davy. Right. So he would know this is mine. I haven't seen it in 30 plus years. And the last time I saw it, I was on a spaceship with Pee Wee Herman. With Pee Wee Herman, right. <laughs> okay, I like that idea. Um, but more importantly than anything, when she travels back to the 80s, there has to be an epic dance number in the mall. Just out of nowhere for no reason. There's no reason at all people to start dancing. Let's all go. Oh, hold on. Let's go to the mall that, like today. That. But it won't oh, be a music video. It'll just be like people just randomly dancing for no reason. It'll all be great. Okay, it. we're scratching that idea. <laughs> oh, okay. We get that Hamilton's hot right now. We don't need it. Uh, I don't care about <laughs> Hamilton, but, you know, whatever. Trevor, I just like random dancing. you got any takes movies. for us? No. Yeah, okay, Josh, do you have any takes for us? No, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Oh my god, see, I feel like I don't we watch terrible chose... movies. I don't have this is not a enough time. Movie. Here's the thing. I mean, it's you not a good movie. Call, but it's you can't call a movie a terrible movie if you haven't seen the movie. Oh, yes, you can. He said Pee Wee so Herman I could easily, it, so I thought it was a if joke. I, if I would have yeah. gone off and not seen Endgame and said, it's a terrible movie, why would I want to go see that? Well, you can base it off other people's opinions. Prague told me it was terrible, uh, and Prague loves it. But it's not a terrible movie. It's a fun movie. It's a fun movie, yeah. See? You can have terrible fun movies. We've gone over this. Exactly. exactly. Just like this I know. One. Yeah. Just Give like Mac and Me. Oh, Mac oh, and Me that's, so that's a terrible movie I won't watch. <laughs> you should watch it. I have seen it. I saw it. I saw enough of it to know I don't need to see it again. Come on. Oh man! I still don't understand why you love it so much. That is it just 
Anyways, we're not. It must have just hit at the right point in my childhood where I just was like, this is great. I have no idea why. I should have bought that DVD at CBS of Mac and Me just to rewatch it. Just one time. But for those of you who have not watched Flight of the Navigator, you should watch that. It's a good uh, like time loop kind of story. It's a lot of fun. But it, it, I mean, the show. Oh, it does. That's right. Because he comes back as a little kid and it's been like 10 years or something. Yeah, that's right. Oh, I totally forgot. It's that about eerie, that. like, like really, like scary kind of like, oh my god, like Jumanji. Aged. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was there the weird go. thing about Flight of the Navigator is a lot of that movie was actually like as a kid, kind of scary. That's what I'm saying. It's it's, it's kind of creepy. A lot of those movies back in the '80s were like kind of sinister and ominous. You know, they don't really have that anymore. Everything's so cheery. So in your um, sequel, yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Like. And Jumanji, you said Jumanji. That's a right. perfect example of taking a property that actually was a bit darker and a little scary uh, for little kids and then throwing mm. it to now. Let's throw as much comedy and as much action and like no scariness at all to so it. So you're almost saying that maybe this sequel should you more towards like a campy fun like disney plus original kind of thing like not well i'm BS. hollywood executive i take your idea and i make it super goofy and fun and take all the horror that's what i'm guessing because yes. i'm making it for yeah. today but it needs, to, <laughs> it needs to still have that like eeriness it needs to still have that oh, oh and sarah oh. jessica parker was in that movie too so she, she needs was, to make yeah. a cameo she She's needs to make list, a cameo yeah. by uh oh dude uh now my gear see this one mm. There's mm-hmm. to think could, about. Y'all could work together on this one. We could. Who, who would you Co-producers. cast Davey? Because well, I got I, an idea. Well, I mean, I would like to bring the the actor back, but he got in a lot of troubles. I'm not too oh, sure. Yeah. Want to do like, acting again? He's I'm like not in too jail sure. or something like that. Yeah, I'm trying to think who would even like look like him nowadays. Tom Cruise. <laughs> yeah. Tom Cruise would look like him. <laughs> yeah, she kind of would. But yeah. He's not well, and the funny movie. thing is, is I just saw this. Uh, I just saw this movie poster, Return of the Navigator, Tom Cruise and Paul Rubens. It's a go. it's a Photoshop, but I'm like, they took my okay, title. I can yeah. see that. Or you Best. took their title. Eh, either way. Who knows? It's like a, it's like that, that that bootstrap theory thing. You never know who started what. You know, maybe it was me in the past. <laughs> I don't know. I, I've I've watched too much like time theory stuff lately. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, I love and it's that not stuff. easy to figure that stuff out. And I don't know how writers do that. So hats off to the people over at Dark. So if those of you who have not watched Dark, oh my god. Still going on about dark. I'm we got to plug just... that. I think every episode. If we had bingo squares, dark would be in one of them. Well, when, you, perf- literally when, you, every when you perfect sci-fi as much as they have with that show. Like, Ooh, oh boy. It's like just threw the out the standard. perfect word, the P word wow. as it were. Mm. Yep. <laughs> wow. There you go. I like my P words. I hate it. <laughs> and the chat agrees with me. So. Stop reading the chat, Prog. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> Alex, fire away. Do watch it. Do watch okay, it. Okay, so I guess it's my turn. It uh, we really didn't even come up with an ending for yours. We didn't really do much. Oh, there's with yours. no ending. It's a never ending story. Never ending story. Bingo square. Well, <laughs> Friends, I'm taking us back to 1979 for this movie. Uh, this movie, 
yeah, I know. Prague, you've probably been the only one who's ever seen this movie. It is The Warriors. Nice. I love this movie. You're gonna make a Talk about a comic book movie that's, that's that was before comic book movies. Yeah. Um, oh, but anyways, go ahead. I, no, no. I, I love a good. Oh, what? Have you seen the director's cut? Oh, awful. Well, well, I think you talked about it before, but yeah, they added all those comic book stuff back. In. I hated anyways, that. Continue. Just hated continue. that. Yeah, it was not my favorite. Not all yeah, the director's we, cuts are made, are made equal. Yeah, we're we're cutting all that director's <sighs> cut crap out. Yeah. Um, and by the way, if you haven't seen the director's cut, it's they actually their transitions are comic book pages turning. And it is silly. First time I saw it, I was like, who decided to put page wipes? And it's almost like from 1999 in your high school where you would put a page wipe and oh then a God. star yeah. star transition. Anyways, Start so mine is going to be in the future. Set in the year 2045. Whoa. I know we talked about it pre-show and it made me laugh. Uh, okay. And the world is now in a weird... Hold on. Trevor, have you seen The Warriors? In no. a world. Sorry. Josh, have you seen The Warriors? Uh, bits and pieces of it. Okay. Like, okay. Cool. <laughs> All right. I swear to God, this is one of the greatest movies ever made. You can, you can so give great. a small pitch real quick about what the story is. So that everyone, knows. I should you know have done what? that for That's... mine. for not realizing that they had not seen it. That's and actually maybe we and for audience have... members who haven't seen it, you should assume that, that they all know. I assume exactly. a lot of things. We did kind of, um, we did kind of just throw it assume. in there. Anyways, I didn't see the so... movie that Josh talked about either. So <laughs> little, well, you don't watch movies. We know that already. I don't watch movies <laughs> from the seventies, eighties, fifties, sixties. 2000 onwards. Oh. 90s. You are good. missing good some movies. great stuff, man. No, they need to learn how to edit audio. Can't oh, understand God. half the words they're saying. You're watching bad 80s movies. Watch good yeah. 80s movies. Okay. <laughs> Everybody told me Blade Runner is so amazing. I never said that. I said that it was terrible, and you still watched it for it's some reason. It's one of the top 10 80s movies like ever made. There yeah, because people are dumb. Lists. Anyways, anyway. so the Warriors, this is the synopsis of the Warriors very quickly. <laughs> and the best part is it's it says the first line in the near future, <laughs> a charismatic leader summons the street gangs of New York City in a bid to take it over. When he is killed, the Warriors are falsely blamed and now must fight their way home while every other gang is hunting them down. So that's. That's like super basic of what this movie is because it's right. it's a it's a lot more in depth than that. Um, but yeah, so that movie, it, 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 what, dude? What are you giggling for? We love you, Alex. Let's keep going. All right, let's move on. <clears throat> so we're moving on. So uh, my sequel is going to be based in 2045. <clears throat> it's going to be in this pseudo cyberpunk i, I kind of i, I kind of been watching a lot of those cyberpunk uh previews trailers because man they're pretty awesome this yeah. is what i wrote down gangs have taken over different areas of new york again a kid who is coming up in a coney island gang or no who's coming up in coney island learns of his great-grandfather who was once a leader of a gang back in the times when back in the times when it was simpler to be a gang member. Oh, times to be a gang member. <laughs> Seriously, it's so car. The, the the Warriors is so cartoony, gang wise. Yeah. It's so funny. Anyways, where was I? 
The gangs took over Coney Island, or the gang took over Coney Island back in the 1970s and had a major force through the 80s. The militarization of the police is what shut down is what shut down most of the gangs in New York. A small amount of the gangs still held on, but disbanded all in the early 2000s. After World War III in 2032, the militaristic police fell. Only got 12 years. And the gangs... Yeah, exactly, dude. Pretty wild. I'm surprised we haven't already hit one right now. Are you kidding me? (laughs) The The militaristic police... Sorry, I can't read my. Scribbles. Is this your script? <laughs> this is mine. You're this reading. Okay, you're reading back your own words. Okay, exactly. I thought we were going somewhere else. Obviously, I can't read nor write, so that's why I'm stumbling on this. You're doing well. The, mi- the militaristic police fell, and the gang started showing up around the city again. Heck yeah! The boy at the beginning learned who his great grandfather was. His past, Swan. From the Warriors back in 1979, who took over as their leader. He's still alive? Swan is not still alive. Oh, okay. But he learns of his great-grandfather's past. He lives through the lineage. Oh, okay. So what he does is he now... Now I'm going off script because I don't have anything written down because I had to learn the song. Wing it. (laughs) So we're winging it from this point. So I really wish you guys had seen this movie. (laughs) So is baseball still involved? Ooh, the Baseball Furies? Yeah. I would love for the Baseball Furies to somehow still be involved, but uh, I don't know if they could survive through the 80s and 90s. I just only know that one quote from Warriors. That's it. What Uh, is it? Warriors? They come out to play. Warriors! (laughs) Warriors! Come out to play! My favorite line from the movie, Can you dig it? Love that line. I thought the Rock said that. He decides to rise the warriors again. This the kid, the son or the grandson decides he wants to start the warriors again. He wants to take over Coney Island and be a gang leader like his great grandfather. And so what he has to do is he's going into different sections of New York, the Bronx and uh, Manhattan. And he's taking down some of the leaders of each area and making the to where he's trying to be the head of all of New York. But he stumbles upon the way and hijinks ensue. Oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> so so he, it's it, okay. Go ahead. So, no, no, no. So, go no, ahead. So he wants. Yeah. So he's taking down all of these top dogs, top dogs that are so, out there right now. So how, so I guess the hijinks would be what him and his gang members like not always being able to take down these heads or what? What are you thinking? Oh man. Is like this post apocalyptic? Yeah. It's pseudo post apocalyptic. Well, I mean it is I mean, after, after World, World War Three. Yeah. So it's gonna so be kind of ragtag, I'm assuming. It's gonna I'm... be yeah, exactly. So it's got and I you're gonna roll your eyes so hard on this one. Uh Trevor. He's like, yeah, <laughs> here it comes. The gonna, eyes ready. He's gonna like, have a Ready Player ready. One, like real world Ready Player One field, not so much inside VR, but outside of the VR part. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Whereas, like like, so they live in the stacks and stuff. It, I'm not saying stacks exist. I'm just saying it's pseudo. It feels like that, where it's very, like 
civilization's like, still going on. Right. But it is the f- future to where, you know, technology is king. We have big holograms and stuff. Kind of like what a cyberpunk would world would look like. Blade like Blade Runner 2049? You know what? I fell asleep during that movie because it was so terrible that I could, I don't even know. It's I, around yes. the same time. Sure. Oh, it is yeah. around the same Well then, let's do that. Well, there you go. So Blade what, Runner what? 2049 makes a good version of Blade Runner. You know what? What if this movie ends up being like the prequel to Blade Runner 2049? You know, Blade Runner was going to be my pick, but there's already a sequel. There's already a sequel. <laughs> <laughs> Were you going to make it good? Yeah. Okay, good. Um, anyway, so what, what kind of weapons are we looking at here? Is everyone going to have Baseball like, bats? lasers and stuff? Or what? And cannons. <laughs> <laughs> lasers that come out of baseball bats yeah or retractable baseball bats like what griff has in oh, back to the on. future 2 come on. <laughs> come on that's awesome <laughs> but that was 2015 that damn it that was that was the uh, best that's so tech that's so weird that, that their future is now our past oh i know right weird anyways but so that <sighs> I'll tell you this. I've got so much more of an appreciation for what Sully and his brother does for their movie retakes and you coming up with this out, man. It's full not easy. on scripts yeah. and full on like not full on scripts. I'm sorry, but full on synopsis, full on like actors, directors, everything like that. I am very impressed by what they're doing because oh. I had a really tough time figuring out who would I even cast? I never thought about the director. Like who would direct it? Would you get the same director? Right. Or would you add somebody who's like a high profile director, like a JJ Abrams to, you know, I would probably want someone on. on the lines of that because they're huh. really good at doing more sci-fi type of hmm. style in a way, you know? Yeah. Like in, in fly the navigator, maybe it could be like a whole fleet. Of ships looking for Ooh. that one ship and it's like a war there you go. That's a good one. they fight through time to find them you know and honestly it really for me it was really tough coming up with or just saying that i wanted to do the warriors because there were so many other movies out there that would have been fun to make and something that we all could have talked about too <laughs> like i mean i could have chose the goonies you know only, that you type of I, stuff. only you and I have watched that movie, but yeah. Goonies is a tough movie. watch. I've seen Goonies. It's a tough watch. It's a tough rewatch, oh, too. Yeah. I, I liked that really movie when I was a not. kid, but it's hard to watch now. You are literally saying that Mac and Me is easier to watch than the Goonies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so much fun. It's all aliens. We like, made it 71 episodes. 71 episodes. <laughs> And I haven't quit uh, yet. This is pretty impressive. <laughs> uh, anyways. Uh, um, oh, man. So, well, the war- yeah, The Warriors was my pick. There are, God, there's so many other movies I would have liked to have tried, too. But uh, we'll, we'll discuss more, like, just piecing other movies and whatnot after Trevor's pick i i'm very curious on what <clears throat> trevor's sequel is now spielberg for so, the navigator holy cow that's a great yeah. Ooh, okay, that, dude that's perfect <laughs> oh wait i'm sorry before we jump to you trevor hmm? i was also thinking what if mine was like a tv series the warriors like a tv series where like it's almost kind of like a sons of anarchy type of thing too 
where you're gotcha. kind of like you go episode to episode, really get to learn who these gang members are, learn uh, more of a backstory rather than just jumping straight into, you know, each thing. It could be, I mean, like a I don't want to say like Sopranos. A... Okay. Dude. Huh. Okay. Okay. Here we are. <laughs> we are. Or just yeah, it kind of sound like uh, <laughs> Walking Dead set forty years in the future. Walking Dead. In Walking space. Dead. <laughs> Why did they go to space? It's not Flight of the Navigator. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're talking yeah, about so, the Warriors. <laughs> okay. That's the Warriors. I'm nice. done. All right. But okay. People love Goonies, by the way. I know. Well, of course, you can love, love nostalgia. That it's, doesn't mean I'm saying. It's I love some amazingly terrible movies. Exactly. What exactly? Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> continue. Right, but I have one us. movie that actually stands up. It's one oh. of the few movies that I've actually seen and liked from the '80s. It was well, released my birth year, 1988, yeah. and uh. it was featured on the recent episode of Prop Culture on Disney Plus, which I do want everyone to give a watch to. That movie is Who Framed Roger Rabbit, which if you haven't seen it, the movie combines the worlds of tunes with the real world. And then there's a whole kind of spoof film noir style combined with the idea that there's this one bad tune that wants to get rid of Toontown and it's set back in the 40s. So that way it can kind of make fun of the terrible decisions we made for transportation and relates to public transportations and cars and freeways and all of that. And so with the sequel, the idea is I went I have two different ways you can go. The first way is that you make it present day. It's 2020 and tunes don't have the same impact. You know, you go to Toontown and it's all like corporate and lawyers and all that because, you know, you have your Rick and Morty and the Simpsons and Family Guy and Archer. A lot of tunes are now adult tunes, you know, Saturday morning cartoons are all gone. And so that whole childish wonder of Toontown that they visit, all the goofy sticks of Tex Avery and everybody's just thrown out the window. It's all like this serious adult thing. And so then what would be the crux of it? Who would be trying to get rid of it? And so then uh-huh. that's where I'm thinking I want to do the whole transportation idea. And this time we'll do the bullet train because that's definitely destined to fail. And so to make fun of it, in the idea because like in the original who framed roger rabbit he uh eddie's like what kind of tune idea is it to make a freeway to go from hollywood to pasadena when you can just take the red car for five cents that's kind of the idea we're going for and so to build it into that transportation and then to try to convince all these soulless cartoons to actually be on your side to bring back the classic ideas that's tough huh so with this, are you going to go CGI to make it look more realistic? Or are you going to stick with the, the way they did it was more animation mixed or, with... Or would it, be a mix? would it be a mix of the CGI plus anime, like traditional cell animation? Well, I really like the style that they do where you draw Mickey Mouse and Bugs Bunny and they look like Roger Rabbit rather than looking like Mickey Mouse or Bugs Bunny. So to put Homer and Rick and Archer all in the same art style rather than their distinct gotcha. art styles, I, I think gotcha. would be really entertaining. Right, that's kind of mm. fun. I get it. I get it. Yeah. Well, yeah. and almost you could, it, there could almost be like a rivalry between the tunes and CGI cartoons because there's mm-hmm. a whole, like, well, you've yeah, got then, your whole Toy Stories. You've got yeah, your. Yeah, I didn't dive you know, into the Disney Pixar stuff where taking computer, like, a whole computer idea ties kind of into Wreck It Ralph 2 where it ties into the internet and you have these where they almost have 
gone down to analyze what draws people's emotions rather than creating stories. That's what Pixar does. That's why they're tying into adults' right. past and nostalgia and everything. And like, oh, this Pixar movie made me cry. It's because they have the formula down perfectly. So it's all just computer and robotic and binary code to kind of remove the heart and soul also. So you could have a whole Toontown world where it looks like a post-apocalyptic world. Where they, it's like super drab and tunes are just kind of looked down it's like upon gray because everywhere. they're not as yeah. yeah they're not as big and and flashy like CGI uh, right. tunes. Ooh, I dig this. Mm. So what would be the 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 crime? Would it be like a crime noir kind of thing? Like before, like you said, like there's gonna well, be somebody. I, that I, that's like the tough hit. thing. Just because the crime noir, it's funny in the 80s because you're making fun of the 40s. A lot of people don't even know crime noir anymore. Like, they've never seen Maltese Falcon or any right. classics. <laughs> so I think it would just be more trying to get in the way of the production of it. Okay. Of the bullet train. Okay. And just use big uh, big budgets. Like, Disney essentially would be the villain. Because Disney's uh. conglomerated everything together. Right. So there's, like, they actually own almost everything. Regards to animation, uh, yeah. So you could have the classic Man, tunes is, take on Disney. This is like a, a more serious, more. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, you can still have a lot of fun with it, though. Um, mm-hmm. Would yeah. they? Would they need a help from a kid? Like they maybe at some point realize, oh, hey, we're all geared towards adults now. We're losing the grip on what you know makes kids laugh, and we need to maybe get help from somebody. I don't know. That's tough, too, because I don't yeah. even know what makes kids laugh. What am I going to throw some TikTok or YouTube stars in it? Right. It's like kids are not watching that anymore, right? They're, they're on their phones watching 15-second yeah. videos. It's like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, cameos of different. And then you've got Baby Yoda running around with middle fingers. <laughs> <laughs> that could be pretty funny having him like be like a chain-smoking character in the show. Well, because I'm not really a baby. He oh, could like be baby the Herman. baby. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. baby Herman. Yep, he's all smoking on set. He's like yeah. shaking. That's the thing. Yeah, the mm. behind the scenes look of these characters that you don't get to see while they're actually. Yeah, like filming. you know, we always see how they're scripted out. Like how Rick is scripted out as like the totally depressed version of a mad scientist. He's very... Yeah. Right. Like Homer is like the stupid drunk. Same with Peter. You could have them. The like, they're just playing the role. Life. Yeah. And like right once they step off set, they're very they, sophisticated. He takes out like some bifocals and he's like, yeah. okay, oh, my geez. next schedule, I'm going to do a, an appearance. Okay, cool. Uh, Cindy. Hey, Cindy. Uh, can you make sure that this Sunshine Square deal goes down? Because if the Baxter account is tied up, then I don't know what we're going to be doing with the Sunshine Square deal. So please. Yeah. See, that would be Homer Simpson. There you go. That would yeah. be. There you go. Perfect. And that's a, a that's a call out to um to Jimmy, my good buddy Jimmy. Nice. <laughs> Me and Jimmy, we used to be like we would go out to dinners and act like businessmen and always talk about the Baxter account and the Sunshine Square. Oh, deal, the Baxter so. account, yes. Yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of like that scene in Fresh Bueller's Day Off where you try to pretend to be uh, actual businessmen. That's businessmen, funny. I like it. Business stuff. The sausage king of Chicago. Do you not know who I am? Well, that's. I like your idea, man. I, I want to I would love for that to be more fleshed out, too. Well, because it's I was on the like fence, like I said, because there's the splitted idea where it's a 1988 film that looked back in 1947. So you could have a 2020 film 
that looks right. back at the 1990s, and then you tie into my nostalgia, which is all 90s Nick, and then you could have Disney Channel's like DuckTales and Gargoyles and all the different animated stuff in the 90s. Then you could and have that that like way, Rocco's Modern Life. and Yeah, you have Rugrats right, right, and right. Rugrats. everybody, all the people on my shirt. Hey Tommy and... from Rugrats is a chain smoker. Oh my God, yes. Yeah, I never wear my diaper. So <laughs> yeah, the main adversary with that one, since uh, it's the 90s, you know, kind of like how we know that the freeway was actually a bad idea and public transportation would have been much better. To have the idea in the 90s that companies like Facebook and Google controlling information are actually a bad thing. And to go back right. to the 90s like, and change that because our whole trajectory on time is based on the flow of information. So to change that back in the 90s mm. with tunes. Because then mm. it kind of ties in also to Wreck-It Ralph too, with the internet. Right. God, I still need to see Wreck-It Ralph. <laughs> that movie was, had so many good points and it just dropped the ball so hard. <laughs> I, never yeah, saw, I, I have no comments on this, man. Yeah, don't drop the ball with this one. Because, yeah, it... Roger Rabbit is one of my favorite movies of all time. But I don't understand. Right. I guess what I don't understand is why would it have to be like a real world type of like the, the train thing? Like what's what's behind the train thing that uh, that's in the original movie. That's what ties it to the. Yeah, he was trying to figure out a way to make it tie into the same idea as the first one. Gotcha. It doesn't necessarily have to, but I, you know, it doesn't have to. It could also be that it's the information superhighway. Mm hmm. That could be the tie-in, too. Because like, it's interesting. Any tune could go bad. Right. To be the Judge Doom, so that's relatively easy. So who could that be? Could be a nobody. It could just be, like, some nobody, I guess. I yeah, know. see, and I'm sitting here getting, like, Detective Pikachu vibes. Getting all <laughs> these, like, ideas from Detective well, That's Pikachu, why I didn't want to do the murder case idea. Right, yeah, yeah. where, like, a CGI character is like a big CGI character dies and everybody blames the tunes and oh, I don't didn't know. the original, no, I, didn't the original I, author like write other books about the character? I'm trying to remember. Yeah. There was multiple uh, books about Roger rabbit. I just wonder if he, what else he did? Cause I'm like, what, what would you call it? Like, what would the name be? Like, what would Roger yeah. Rabbit Cause be how doing? do you bring Roger rabbit back? Because Roger Rabbit, he would be long gone by this time. He'd be. I, I mean, I'll not do 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 cartoons <laughs> age. <laughs> you know, I don't think they do. So, what would he be up to? You know. Hmm. I don't know. I know. I was like, hmm, how would you loop him back in? No. What if he? What if we did? What if you did make it a new or type thing again? And he had. And he's now like the uh, the private investigator. So he's the one doing the private and get investigating. Maybe he's kind of washed up. Please. Yeah. <laughs> you can have like a sad, decrepit version of Roger Rabbit. He's old. He's tired of this stuff. Yeah, but he's got to have like, he's got to have like all these like jerk kids because he obviously had kids with uh, Jessica Rabbit. <laughs> you know. It. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hmm. Yes, yeah, true. Then some, they, yeah, they never age. That's but tough. that's a, okay. So, but that's the interesting thing is they they don't they may not age, but at the same time, people don't people lose interest. 
Like, right? look so at Looney like, Tunes. Oh, yeah. They have tried right. to reboot Looney Tunes how many times? Right. And nobody cares. Yeah. That's like, I was thinking, if you put mm. different cartoons in the background, it's cool back in 1988 to see Mickey Mouse and Bugs Bunny on screen, but I don't think it has nearly the same impact today. No. No. Well, because in another five years, Disney's going to own Warner Brothers, so... And they barely use Mickey other than being at the parks now. That's true. Yeah, yeah well, he's not I mean, he's, well, he's, he's an icon now. Shorts. He's the fat cat, but he's yeah. a mouse. A mouse. <laughs> just have Mickey castle. Mouse be the Acme guy. Yeah, That's true. And he, he could, gets killed. He could be... Oh. Ooh, that's that's dark. huge. Everyone's like, oh, no. <laughs> Mickey dies, <laughs> and they try to cover it up. Who oh, tries to cover Mickey, it up? Oh, Mickey, you're so dead. You're so dead. Oh my god! <laughs> nice. I, like, I really like Mickey. this idea a lot. <laughs> well, he has it coming too. Okay. Does he? I like it. <laughs> He's not bad. He was just drawn this way. That's right. Nice. <laughs> Very nice. I still can't believe that was 1988. That blows my mind. Because I have oh, a vivid man. memory of like going to the theaters and watching that movie. Like I felt like it was much later than that. God, I'm old. All right. Well, you said it. So yeah. what? You said it. What do you What do you call in your movie? Do you have a title, director, anything like that? No, I thought we were coming up with the pitch. It was just oh, the pitch. Okay. We were just having fun. If you, I mean, we're. I, I don't know how much we can hash out with this. We did a pretty good job. I like this I thought idea. We did pretty good too. Of the idea of, yeah, the old cartoons versus the new ones and how they're all corporate. You just don't want to you, you don't want to fall in the trap of having it be like feel like another Wreck-It Ralph kind of a situation. You know? Right. That's the tough part. Like, how do you avoid that? And I like your idea, though, but you take those same characters, draw them all the same. And I think that's the solution. You know, True Detective season two has dumb Terrible. parts, but the the storyline with uh, Vince Vaughn and the bullet train and how people are paid into it. Mm-hmm. That's what I would tie it into. That's a good storyline. Hmm. Was it, though? Yeah, that's, that's a good storyline. Story the rest of it was terrible. But yeah, yeah was the Colin so. Farrell and Rachel McAdams part is the main part, and that's what people didn't like. Yeah. Like that shootout at the end of episode seven. This didn't flush it out enough for that. that I don't know. Anyways, but yeah, I, I get your point. That, that would be kind of a fun thing, too, to add in as a story for the main part. Well, and who framed Roger Rabbit definitely, definitely needs a like a look in, into because I I would like if they not re I don't want to say rebooted make a sequel of this because you're gonna lose your voice actor here fairly soon. That guy's aged. I mean, get, yeah. You saw the interview on yeah. Uh, and he's, culture, he's yeah. getting up there but you know what he can still do roger rabbit perfectly mm-hmm. like do a sequel of this movie because there is so much you can do i mean look at what steven spielberg i again i'm gonna go back to ready he Player was executive One. producer on who framed yeah. roger rabbit but look what executive he producer did. on everything look what he did with uh ready player one where he was able to get so many properties into one movie he he had Doc Brown and Hello Kitty in the same scene. Like that's unreal. Yes, yeah, the big name. The big name will will help for sure. That's why we 
it needs this movie needs to happen. I, I I want it to happen so bad. It's like part of me does, but part of me doesn't because I love the movie. I want to preserve it the way it is. But of course, and so uh, this I don't think impacts the original. If you just like, I wouldn't even have Roger Rabbit in it. I would have the same ideas. Uh, so it's like in the same universe, but maybe yeah, Roger Rabbit's like retired or something. Or... You could say who framed whatever and have a new character right, that you right. create. Right. Who framed frame. Wreck-It Ralph? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you would need a good main character to follow around who's who killed Mickey Mouse or would even have the capability to kill Mickey Mouse if we were going down the killing of Mickey Mouse route. <laughs> That's a hot one. I like that one. Well, and so are we are we moved on from this one? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. I think it's a pretty good idea. Yeah. It's a great uh, idea. That's very fun. But there was a lot of movies from the 80s and 90s to choose from with this. I mean, Mm -hmm. there's movies that don't have sequels that a lot of people are either clamoring for or just don't care. You know, (laughs) (laughs) I want to see sequels to some of these old 80s movies. Um, Depends. Yeah, it just depends. Which ones? So, okay. They're, they were in discussion of making a prequel or a prequel or a reboot to see, but that's not really a sequel. Right, I'm talking about direct sequels. That's direct sequels. Okay, because right. I'm thinking uh, I was looking at Princess Bride. Right. There's that's a different. That's like a reboot. That's totally different. Right. But what about Beetlejuice? So Beetlejuice, they had Actually, they a had a script. Princess for Bride would be pretty good. It would yeah, be better than a reboot. Be, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> so a sequel, a sequel would, be would be interesting. If you, you bring brought them all back, back a lot of people, they're all old and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, could, could they still make it as fun as they did back then? Who knows? That was a very um, that was like captioning lightning in a bottle. So oh, for sure, because there it, there was it wasn't one set thing. It wasn't like right. just an action movie. It wasn't just a love story. It wasn't just you know a comedy. Yeah, it was, it was all over the place. It was like catch them all. Yeah, but yeah, that as your to your Beetlejuice thing. Sorry, so like Beetlejuice should have. That was one of those perfect movies that you could have made a trilogy of. You could have done right. so much with Beetlejuice. But when when you look back and they came out, someone wrote a script and they were almost about to green light a Beetlejuice sequel. Beetlejuice goes to Hawaii. Yeah. Shout out to uh, <laughs> that was a dark Asian, Tony, Asian yeah. Tony Stark living in that Pacific Island way out there in the Pacific, whatever. Um that's that's ridiculous why would you read green light like there's so many dark tones to beetlejuice don't bring him into the most sunniest area of the world yeah but that's a very tim burton thing to do he loves his sunny locations and juxtapositioning it with the dark like that's his thing like if you look at that movie beetlejuice like it's bright and sunny outside all the time and then you have this dark inner world and you look at like uh edward scissorhands as edward scissorhands was filmed, filmed in, florida. in florida on purpose <laughs> he literally repainted an entire neighborhood in pastel colors so yeah it's, it makes sense for it to be in hawaii i would not want to see that movie personally that's no. not my thing but i can totally see tim burton wanting to do something silly like that but there's so much that can be done with beetlejuice juice there was an entire cartoon series of beetlejuice with so many stories that were fun i mean they were the cartoon series yeah the cartoon was a lot of fun but which is technically like a spin-off series right so and that's another thing beetlejuice wasn't that kind of like a rated r movie wasn't that a radio it was pg there's no way beetlejuice was pg 
It is. We're back in Guarantee the day. It's PG. They had no, wow. they had no uh, PG-13 back then. Okay. So they made it PG. They got away with it because the way they used the F word in that movie was not in a sexual context. So Interesting. Yeah. Well, before we end, I just want to rattle off just some other movies that really need sequels. Uh, Inner Space needs a sp- sequel. Uh, Ferris Bueller Day Off really doesn't really need a sequel, but it's it could. You, it it, you could yeah. totally do a sequel off of that. Real Genius, War Games, Spaceballs, Flash Gordon. Come on, man. I want to see Spaceballs. The best part about Spaceballs yeah. is that they reference the sequel, but there shouldn't be a sequel. Like, that's kind of the joke. I like that idea. I like keeping it like that. But yeah. Shout out to fun. Ben B in our live chat right now who said Spaceballs 2. You see? Search for exactly. more money. Search for more money. <laughs> it already <dude>. exists. <laughs> Don't actually make it because then it'll ruin the joke in the movie. No, it's so good. No. So good. Um. <laughs> Anyways, well, that's that's what All I've right. got, folks. That's nice. it. Well, that was almost an hour. Holy cow. Yeah. <laughs> Very nice. A lot of us just going, huh, yeah, that could work. Yeah. <laughs> Let so, us yeah, know which movie it. pitch idea you want to see, if you want to see all of them. That's right. Well, and make sure, to, <laughs> make sure to follow us over on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Oh, and Twitch. Shoot, we're doing live stuff on Twitch like every other day, dude. Check us out. Actually, we've got a chat going on right now on Twitch. And if you haven't already, please rate and review our podcast over on iTunes. It's free for you and priceless to us. Awesome. (laughs) So to everyone listening, we hope you enjoyed, and we'll talk to you next time. (laughs) Frog out. See ya. Disney theme park employees are furious and terrified about reopening. That is your clickbait of the week.